just your average little two-match preview episode of the Owls AmeriCast, Sheffield Wednesday Opinion with an American accent. Nothing else happened that we could possibly need to talk about. I'm your host, Jeffrey Paternostro in Salt Lake City. Uh, so as part of the move, I moved over a lot of like bar and tiki syrups that I need. Look, it's mostly sugar, so they keep for a very long time. But I was mucking around with it, trying out some cocktail recipes uh, for my wife, who's a little bit more of a uh, picky drinker than I am. So the, the long and the short of that is if she doesn't like it, I have to drink it. Uh, so I went one for three. So I got two cocktails out of it. Uh, and then I just made her a dark and stormy. But that left me with half a can of ginger beer and half a lime left over. So I made myself, this is not a dark and stormy because it's not, doesn't have goslings in it because I used the last of the goslings for that. It has a uh, real McCoy five year. It's also not dark and stormy because it has a couple shots of the uh, dashes, whatever you want to call them, of the uh, Bitterman's Tiki Bitters as well, just to liven it up a little bit for what's going to be, uh, maybe it'll be a lively show. We'll see. Joining me to preview Middlesbrough which and nothing else, clearly, in Portland, their Cascadia Owl, Mike Laroon. Mike, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm really bummed that I'm not having a dark. I love a good dark and stormy. So, um, and the goslings, that's, that's what I get at the, uh, the club where I get my dark and stormies, but no, I, unfortunately I'm taking the night off. So, um, I'm just doing a lemon ginger tea, probably from Yogi or the other company that mm. makes tea. And, um, yeah, just taking a, taking an early, I could have, early I, had two drinks, so I don't know why I'm having a third drink. This is probably not yeah. a good no, idea. No, I'm happy but... for you. you have one for so have one more day. Like I don't need to do this. I have nothing to do tomorrow. I don't need to do this to myself. Uh, speaking of things we don't need to do to ourselves, I will talk about uh, a club statement, a little bit of international soccer roundup. Since Wednesday, actually, have players that get selected uh, by their international teams again, and then we will preview the Ipswich and Middlesbrough fixtures in the coming week. But we will start with the Wednesday news. Uh, and if you're keeping track of home, I don't know why you would be keeping track at home. I tend to forget within, I mean, already three weeks, what our preseason predictions were. One of the preseason predictions were how many club statements would be released during the course of the season. Well, here's one. Uh, we did get a a statement from the chairman today further elucidating his take on the Darren Moore situation. I guess as a response to the Darren Moore Sky Sports interview, which is now several weeks ago. Uh, the chairman said outright he did not want to distract from the season, so it did it during the international break. But Good job. Not, not really. Uh, we had a match in three days. But uh, yeah, I did not get very far into this, if I'm perfectly honest. So apparently I missed the part where he took credit for uh, inspiring the, the team room. to come back. He was in the locker room. In the second leg of the yeah. Petersburg semifinal. But that apparently was in there. Uh, apparently, a comment in there that i also did not get to where he said he was going to fire darren moore three different times during last season which i mean they went unbeaten for half the season so i was a question on the, the timing of that but uh yeah i just this is almost beyond parody at this point is the problem it seems like again the darren moore interview was a couple weeks ago there really wasn't much to it we talked about it briefly on the show i don't think anybody had really thought about it since then uh you know life goes on once they get a point at leeds but it's just it can't so let it, it go. 
I yeah, so it came up. Darren Moore is the most famous manager in English. Moore has been written about Darren Moore than most current managers in English football right now. Only on the club website for the team that no longer employs him. I, I saw it come up. I actually pasted club statement into the uh, yes. what's discussion yeah. before. I, knew, I, what, I knew what I knew what it was, but when you put it in there, there's uh, only did. one thing it could I, be because I went rushing to it, thinking like, "Oh, so, did we something happen good?" And then it's just this unnecessary horseshit about needing to clear the air about my relation with it Darren just Moore. Doesn't matter. Like whoever that look, I. We're over it. I'm over it. Yeah. You're over it. Uh, yeah. We podcasted about it in the summer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, now I'm thinking maybe we got the wrong end of that deal. 107 but. days since Wembley, I think, was the tweet today, which uh, <laughs> pretty well sums it up. It's no. so is there. Like, I don't. I can't think of anything. I mean, we have outspoken owners here in the states, but they're at least meaningful and relevant. This guy so, is just making a fool of himself. Yeah, it's. It's and it's petty and it's very petty and it's like you're not people have already made up their minds and just want to move on. So yeah. I don't think you're 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 not changing anything by doing this. I was no. thinking about it uh, today because you talk about there are outspoken owners and there are and I was thinking about the Washington Nationals, uh, the baseball team, and they won a World Series in 2019, four years ago, and since then, I, a lot of the core of that team has left under less than. Ideal circumstances, right? Um, you know, they traded Juan Soto, who's going to be a young star for them. They traded Max Scherzer, who was one of the best pitchers on that team. Trey Turner, who was another young star. Um, and now Steven Strasburg, who's the last one left, really. And he basically pitched them to a World Series to the point that his arm fell off. They're fighting over the remaining money on his contract. And I was just thinking about, like, what's been the... like You've kind of, like, ruined that experience, in a way, in hindsight. That's difficult to do. They won a World Series. The only one in franchise history. In in fairly dramatic fashion, too. So, I think about it, guys. I don't think we're at the point where, look, I actually fired him up today. I watched the Peter Drow highlights and the Wembley highlights. It's sort of like a palate cleanser after all this. And I don't think it's at that point yet. But it's also only been 107 days. It's been four years. A lot of other stuff can happen. But it should, think, this should be those that that 10 days, whatever it was, should be an unassailable, great memory in I, every Wednesday fan's mind. I think about our friends, Joe Curran and Alex Miller who have the book coming out or if it's yes. not out <laughs> for a winner. And they yeah. probably keep, I mean, I'm going to show that to my grandchildren someday yeah. and they're going to go, oh, and then what happened? I, I pre-ordered the whatever the uh, the photo book. Yes. And like it shipped like a day before this statement came out. I'm just like, this is <laughs> incredible timing. Forgotten I pre ordered it, but just, oh. uh, what a mess. Uh, in other Wednesday news, uh, as I said, Wednesday, have several players that were out on international duty uh, this weekend. Uh, the most notable, I suppose, is uh, Delgado, who got uh, into both of Chile's. World Cup qualifiers, I think it was a 3-1 loss uh, and a nil-nil draw. And uh, Deshaun Bernard got a, got his sixth cap per the Wednesday site. Uh, I think in Jamaica, I think it's a, what is that? Is that the CONCACAF Nations League or whatever it is? 
Uh, I think that's I think pretty much uh, Jeff Hendricks was an unused substitution or substitute for Ireland for two games, as was you know Vasquez's second choice keeper in Colombia. But they will be back and in training. And I'm curious to see you know with with two uninterrupted weeks. how the team plays this weekend uh hopefully better uh, but to which we will go to the previous uh both two uh two matches at hillsborough starting with ipswich at the weekend take it away justin's notes uh, ipswich who you might recall pete wednesday by a nose for an automatic promotion spot going up in second well they're in second again uh four wins no losses one draw 11 goals for, 7 against. Uh, they beat Sunderland, who are down to 10 men, QPR, Cardiff, and Stoke. So I haven't really had a real test in this league yet. I don't know if Wednesday at home will qualify as one. Probably not. But uh, but yeah, uh, they have not lost away yet. Won two matches away, three goals for, one against. And of course, last year against Wednesday, there were two 2-2 two, two draws where Wednesday coughed up a 2-0 lead and... Came back from 2-0. Uh, who are they? Per Justin's note, the greatest team ever to play football, apparently. I suppose that's uh, a little bit in jest for their hot start in the championship so far. They are the Tractor Boys, formed in 1878, went professional in 1935, joined the Football League in 1938. Of course, a part of the old Farm Derby with Norwich, which will be back in session this season in the championship. They promoted the first year under Alf Ramsey and won the title on the first try. And went to the Champions League, or it was the European Cup then. He then, of course, left uh, to take another coaching job of perhaps somewhat more fame uh, in 1966. Also had Bobby Robson in charge. They, they were a big team in the 60s and 70s. Right? Ipswich. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're a pretty good historical team. Uh, they won the FA Cup in 78. The UEFA Cup in 1981. So yeah, the European, I won't call them European powerhouses, but you know, I wouldn't even call them European fixtures, but European players, let's say. Uh, in that era. Mostly second division since the mid-80s, of course, have had some financial issues and spent some time in, in the third tier in recent years as well. Uh, also of note, many of their players featured in the film uh, Escape to Glory. Play the movies called Victory? <laughs> sure. Uh, let's talk about the modern Ipswich. Kieran McKenna, uh, this is again Justin's note, the greatest manager in England, why not? Uh, Academy coach at Man United, was an assistant manager there under Mourinho and Ole. Plays a 3-4-1-2 possession on the ground, short passes. Likes to find a weakness to exploit. Uh, probably can find a few on this current yeah, Wednesday team. Good luck. Players of note, uh, they brought Nathan Broadhead from Everton in the January transfer window. He's been a big goal scorer for them in midfield. Uh, three goals so far this season already. Uh, their captains... The captain is Sam Morsi, who pairs in the central midfield with uh, Massimo Luongo, of course, of familiar familiarity for Wednesday fans. Uh, and, of course, also familiar to Wednesday fans, George Hurst up front. Uh, he has ch- chipped in with a goal. And uh, Freddie Ladapo, who I believe scored a couple against Wednesday last year, has two off the bench. Um, injury notes, they have one coming off of uh, the international break. Wes Burns is their uh, right attacking midfielder. Uh, injured his hamstring while with the Wales and is on likely for Saturday. Uh, they can obviously score goals. They have scored 11 goals in five games so far this season. It's been spread around the squad. I didn't even mention Connor Chaplin, who is in the center of that attacking midfield uh, setup. He has two goals as well. 
Uh, look, I mean, they played them pretty tough last year. They didn't really move in. You know, this is a, you know, Broadhead obviously came in, in in the January window, but this is not a, not a wildly changed team. Yeah, I, I just year. remember they did a lot of, yeah, they did a lot of business last January. They did um, a lot of their business last January, yeah. And um, because that's and they we were, were very good in the second half of the season. When Wednesday were in first place. <laughs> right, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, you know... Justin said when he sent these over that he's like feeling weirdly positive. I guess that's probably just what not having Wednesday football for two weeks can do to you. But like, I feel like they can get a point out of this. I feel like they can play them pretty tough. Like the two teams know each other, right? There's some, fairly, yeah, uh, yeah, the familiarities there. I, uh, I think, it's, I think it feels like one, one again, there'll be goals uh, in this. They've obviously conceded a few, uh, this year as well. So I, I did not, and Justin did not put I Leif Davis, their left back with one assist is the only, Defensive player mentioned and players of note, so that might uh, tell you something as well. And we saw it against Wednesday, uh, in the Wednesday matches last year, right? You can, you can get at them. Um, yeah. You know, they they maybe should have been free and clear in the in the second picture. Obviously, Michael Smith had an opportunity that weren't wanting to make it three uh, 0 before the half. So yeah, maybe maybe like a two two draw again. Just keep doing two two draws. I'm, there we uh, go. I'm fine with that. We move on that from a midweek fixture against Middlesbrough. Uh, on ESPN Plus, this was selected for Sky Sports. I guess it's an early relegation six-pointer. I don't know if they knew that at the time. Middlesbrough are in 24th. Uh, one draw to their name. And the reason they're in 24th, uh, they have a minus eight goal difference. They've scored three goals in five matches and conceded 11. And look, uh, they played Millwall, Coventry, West Brom, QPR, and their one draws with Huddersfield. Uh, away from home. Oh, and two. Two goals for seven against a minus five goal difference. They have not played since the 2020-2021 championship. They split a 2-1 win for Wednesday and a 3-1 win for Burrow. Who are they? Middlesbrough in North Yorkshire, which Justin did not know per his notes. I do not, think of, those, I do not think of them as a Yorkshire team. They're in like another the, one of those whole, whole city rivals. Yeah, 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 they're in like the Newcastle, Sunderland region to me. I don't even know what county that is. I probably yeah. should know that by now, but uh, yeah, that's what that's what I think of them. They're Burrow or the Smoggies, which I also did not know. Founded in eighteen seventy six, went professional in eighteen ninety nine. All but two seasons in the top two divisions. They've never won the top flight, but they did win the EFL Cup two thousand three two thousand four and made a Europa Cup final. Uh, quite famously, to losing to Sevilla as one does in the Europa Cup final. <laughs> Their manager is Michael Carrick, who took over for Chris Wilder last year. Uh, too much acclaim. Plays a 4-2-3-1, long out of the back. Can play more of a compact 4-4-2. Likes to press, win the ball, and start possession in the opponent's half. They will play backwards to start that attack again. With the ball, it can be more of a 3-2-5. They like wide overloads and crosses. Can struggle defensively, if you couldn't uh, gather from the 11 goals conceded in five matches. And not great at pressing, which will suit uh, Wednesday just fine. Uh, for a team that has only scored three goals this year, uh, there's not going to be much goal scoring in the players' note. And once again, oh, Justin has made, named one center back here in uh, Dara Lenahan. So no real Wednesday connections of note here. I mean, look, I'm, I've, I hate to say it. I don't think I've said it in a while. They need to get three points here. Yes. Like, they, they have to beat Middlesbrough. 
Middlesbrough may be more of a train wreck than they are right now. They're shipping goals. They're not scoring goals. Like, <laughs> Well, we have to try. They I mean, have to try. They have to try to beat Middlesbrough, there, yes. Yeah. So... Um, I was just reading about the um, the smoggies was originally a, a term of abuse from the Sunderland mm. supporters. Because I was, I was trying, I'm uh, sure it's it in a very since, industrial region. And yes, not not is Sunderland since, is exactly, you know, an idyllic beach town. But. Yes, right. But it has since been, uh, you know, that big word, reappropriation. Yes. Reappropriated. Yes, that word. Yes. So they, they proudly call themselves smoggies now. No, um, like we said, I think that um, just the, the style they're playing, the amount that they're giving up, we need to at least... 11 goals and five. Show the like, like Wednesday's offense has not been good, mind you. Yeah, but show the attack here. Yeah, but you're, you're, okay, they, they had a clean sheet against Leeds, which I think was an accomplishment. Neither of I mean, Look, if Switch is going to score, I think that's going to be pretty open. Uh, but yeah, I think... Like, if they get three points from these two matches, it's fine. If they get two points from these two matches, you'll live with it because they just need to start get building some momentum. But, like, it feels like, yeah. Two points from two matches is enough to get us out of relegation for <laughs> a Another, bit. Uh, yeah. I think that, like, again, it's, like, as bad as they've been, and they have not been good. You know, a four-point week, they're going to be what? We're going to come back here next week with them in 17th or something? Because it's it's early days, they haven't really played any like particularly difficult outside of I suppose the Southampton and bleeds. I don't know. I, again, it's a championship. You never know what the actual tough fixtures are until right. you know forty matches in or whatever. But yeah, just just points. Good. Just you know, we need a distraction from the distraction that was the <laughs> just distraction. Remember. So yeah, Jansieri would never want to distract. From the club, <laughs> right? But here we are. Well, we hope this has been a you know twenty-minute distraction for you as we head back into league football and regular podcasts. But this has been episode two hundred and I've been guessing right lately two hundred and thirty for of uh, the Owls Americans. Jeff Wednesday opinion with American accent. You can find us on the internet at owlsamericans dot com. Email the show at owlsamericans at gmail dot com and find and follow us on Twitter at owlsamericans. Podcast intro and bumper are by fellow Wednesday as Trevor to the Makers. The podcast is on iTunes, podcasts, places, wherever you get your podcasts. It's probably fine. Wherever you choose to consume the Owls Americas, we ask that you rate and review the show as more Wednesdays. Find our ramblings. Mike is on Twitter at Cascadia Owls. Mike. Yeah. What will be your distraction from your distraction from the distraction uh, before you have to be distracted by Wednesday football this weekend? Uh, I'm actually going to be down in uh, Eugene what, for the uh, it's the end of a very long track season. So the Diamond League finals are in Eugene this weekend. So very excited to uh, be distracted. Yeah, by I don't know. The Emeralds make the playoffs? I don't even know. I know the Northwest League probably wrapped last week. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah good play. It's good. I, I cover minor league baseball for a living. I never yeah. know what teams are actually good because that's not part of my job. With the Pickles, the Hops, and the, uh, the, the Volcano-themed team in Kaiser. Mm. Yes, I'm on Twitter at Jeff Paternostro. Uh, I don't know what I'll be doing the rest of this week. I don't know. I, I'm just like in the house tomorrow. I know. Uh, then Friday, eh, who knows? I don't know. Uh, good. I didn't have didn't have an answer to my own question. That's the kind of show it's been. We'll see you back here for another one next week. <laughs>